Parker here with uh, another episode of Conversations and Connections. We're the official podcast of the Family Crisis Center of East Texas. And again, I'm Stuart Burson, the the, um, prevention coordinator for the Family Crisis Center. And today uh, we are talking with Valley Cross with ADAC. And uh, we're talking about their Padres program and can tell you all about what uh, Padres is and and the benefit that it has uh, for the East Texas community. Valley, thanks. Thank you for having me, Stuart. Well, Glad pre- to be here. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Um, uh, so first of all, um, Valley, are you, you're, what is your title with uh, ADAC? I am the Padres program manager and okay. it falls under the prevention um, department. Okay. And Padres, what, uh, I guess, what does that stand for? It's an acronym. What does that stand for? And what exactly does, what's the purpose of Padres? Padres stands for Parenting Awareness and Drug Risk Education. We are ADAC's very first intervention grant, which is really exciting. We've been boots on the ground for about a year. Um, We're starting our second year, and it is a parenting program where we have um, a 13-week curriculum that we can utilize for men and women. So we have mixed groups, we have women's groups, and then but we also have groups just for fathers, which is the only um, place in Lufkin right yeah. now that are doing groups just for fathers. Well, great. So what's what are the principles you teach? You know, you talk you talk about okay, it's kind of a parenting class. What uh, what goes on in the in these sessions what do y'all talk about what principles do y'all teach these uh these folks it's really exciting um the grant was written phyllis grand george our executive director was always been made sure that adac is about making sure that families um that we're restoring families and so padres very much falls within this we have um a lot of clients that are or we call them participants participants that are from cps um, so that's real exciting because they're just uh, some great people that we're working with and, and working always with the long view to anything that we teach that it would be to make a better life for our children in our community. Um, we teach the nurturing parenting curriculum and the nurturing fathers curriculum. It's been in play for about 22 years, so it's uh, been around for a long time, very solid. We teach, gosh, anger management, problem um problem solving, substance abuse, um, substance abuse impact on the family, domestic violence, co-parenting, um, the big issue of spanking, <laughs> that's a big thing. Everybody wants to talk about spanking the first time we meet, but with, that's a little later down down the line. Um, but the men's group is a little bit different curriculum than it is for the, the mixed group. Okay. Um, and we look at the origins of our parenting, of where, how did we get these messages that we're passing on to our kids? Um, because everyone that we work with really wants their children to be successful. Um, and yeah. it takes a lot of work to do that. Well, obviously, someone saw the need yes. for something like this yes. in in East Texas. Yes, um, it, it's really wonderful and exciting to see how the substance abuse um, world has moved more and more as healthcare has towards prevention. We have a wonderful prevention um, 
department at ADAC that works with the littles on up through high school, um, and then we have treatment, and then so we're right in the middle. And the goal is to reduce the impact of substance use on families. And so we may have families that never have had used substances. Um, we just want to help them with any struggles that you might have that would lead them to potentially use that as a last resort to use. Or we have families that are actively using substances. So we have a little bit of everything. But even though it's under the umbrella of ADAC, the, our families don't have to necessarily have any issues with substance use. Well, that was going to be one of my questions is, uh, is there a prerequisite or requirements for someone to participate in this program? Yes, the state grant that um, mandates that we see women that are expecting or families that have children under the age of six. They can have older children, they just have to at least okay. have um, an, a child under the age of six and they have to be within ADAC's catchment area. Okay, and I, was, I kind of made the comment, I mean, jokingly, halfway, I guess, when it, uh, earlier before we started recording, uh, I was looking at the curriculum or at the workbook and <laughs> I kind of said, you know, this is something that every hospital needs whenever somebody leaves with a new baby, know, just right. to give them that, because so many things, different things are covered that, uh, it's like you said, it, it's nutrition and discipline and development and, you know, all of these things that yes. are just, uh, I think everybody could probably benefit from oh, absolutely really. and you know we joke that i mean parents have always joked that kids don't come with a rule book or with yeah. you know, a guidebook to go with us and, and i guess that's yeah. a perfect example it, it's almost like it almost looks like an instruction book for, exactly for it's wonderful <laughs> and and usually i mean the topics are so widespread that it typically covers everybody that comes can benefit we have people from all over um, that come to the groups. We have people that are going through um, custody issues, and so they're, they're coming to class. And we have people that are brand new pregnant and just want information to start off on the right foot. Sure. Now, I know some of these classes are co-ed. Some mm -hmm. of them are, are just men. Some of them are just women. Is that on purpose? Is that how you have it structured where some of these classes, it's just men yes. or just women? And there's some that are co-ed. Why, why, I guess, what is the reason behind having a mix like that? It's really exciting because the, the typically a class that you'll provide for a mixed group, historically it's like 80% women, and, and we see that as well. Sometimes couples don't need to be together in group. It's not, they don't, their dynamics make it rough for them to be in the same group. But it's really a more positive thing that there is a father's group because men historically have been sort of left out. When you talk about parenting, people usually think about moms. Sure. And so, and there are so many single moms now, but dads get left out of the equation. And, it, you know, the, the numbers are terrifying now when you look at the amount of, um, adolescent murderers, you know, 70% of them were fatherless and um, sexual assault and just uh, in the prison system, right. they're fatherless. And so it's so critical that our fathers that want to be involved are encouraged to be involved. And that's what we're about is about encouraging them. And, and our guys are great. They really want to be a part of their children's lives. Well, it's, it's, it's neat that the, the, um, the book that I had was the, the parenting book, but you also have a separate curriculum just for, 
for dads, yes, right? Yes, we sure do. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's called Nurturing Fathers, Mark, written by Mark Perlman. And um, it's a little bit different lessons than it is for the mixed groups. Um, and it focuses on where do you get your parenting style from? Where, what did you get? Um, from your father and what do you want to jettison and what do you want to keep and where do you want to go with your kids? Right. Okay. How long does the program take? If someone's interested in enrolling the program and they qualify, how long are they expected to attend? It's really exciting because we're flexible. With uh, CPS, we typically run 13 weeks um, that's so you get a chance to get all of that content, which is so wonderful. Um, but we are able to case manage if someone's not able to be in group. We can do just case management, um, which involves referrals for um, education, legal, um, employment, um, counseling, housing, food, everything that you could possibly need that would be a stressor, we can, we have connections in the community that we can help set people up for. So if you can't do 13 weeks or if that just sounds real overwhelming, we have the ability to do shorter courses of um, classes and then also be able to provide the case management, which is such a big piece. Okay. So the program, I get, uh, is it something, where do, where does the Padres program originate? Is it something that other agencies do as well? Is it something that just you guys do? There are other agencies that use it in Texas, and um, they're, sometimes their focus is a little different. Some We've seen in some of the areas that it's just uh, offender populations that are in the father's group for Padres, and that's not a restriction for okay. us. So it is other places, yes. Okay, awesome. Um, I want to spend just a little bit of time um, talking about you a little bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, since I've been doing what I've been doing, uh, you, you've been with ADEC. Uh, have you always been with ADEC? What, what is... What is your background? Oh, what what is your edu that. your age your uh, your education? And are you originally from Are you originally from East Texas? I am not. My husband is a bass fisherman, though, and so, so that I could see him on the weekends. We moved up to uh, be near Lake Sam Rayburn so that he could be close. And we uh, really we didn't want to raise our kids in Houston, so okay. we were originally from, and so we moved here 25 years ago. So oh, okay. uh, we love we love being here. Um, and love the culture and love the environment and the the community and um, I actually started out as a graphic designer but then moved into the field of substance abuse and became a licensed chemical dependency counselor. Okay. I did that for almost 17 years, um, 11 of that with ADAC um, and then I took a little break um, because there is you know there's a burnout rate for counselors a lot of times yeah. in substance use and that usually runs around seven years so I was on year 17 so I thought I did pretty well and um, I love the agency ADAC but I took a break and did marketing and healthcare marketing for a while and worked in pediatrics and um, and then senior adults so um, when this opportunity came up, uh, originally with ADAC, I worked in their department where I was doing screenings for people for state-funded treatment, okay. and we saw a lot of people with CPS, and I was really frustrated by um, the mindset that they felt like they want, could still use and have their kids, and I felt helpless, and Padres came along, and I was so thankful to have the opportunity to be a part because this way 
with that th that was in my heart that I really wanted to be able to make a difference and work with people who were involved with trying to change that mindset and change the trajectory of children's lives. Okay. So quite a, a difference going from graphic design to marketing to doing what you do now. What, what made you attracted to being in this, in this service, this public service line of work? My mother was a very compassionate woman and uh, always reached out to help other people. So that's in our family DNA. Um, you honed in. Um, I'm in recovery, in personal recovery. So I've been drug and alcohol free for 33 years this year. And so um, my life derailed when I was in graphic design. And as uh, God led me to 12 step, Okay. Um, I decided to go into the field. And so that's where uh, I became an LCDC. And then when I did marketing, it was all healthcare marketing. And so I always talk about how I feel like God has led me to um, love all his kids because I never in my life would have expected that I would have worked with senior adults or pediatrics because yeah. I love teenagers, love routines. And, <laughs> um, gosh, just uh, all those experiences have drawn up to be able to be a part of uh, what I'm doing now. All right. Do you ever have the opportunity to still flex the old graphic design skills or anything? I do. I do. I do some of that now. <laughs> and my husband has his own business, and I do his graphic design for his business. Oh, nice. And, um, so, yeah. Okay, great. Valley, I guess I want to leave uh, with if, if uh, someone wants more information about Padres, yes. and if they think they'd like to take advantage of the program, how can they get in touch with you? Um, through the ADAC main office, which is 936-634-5753, and ask for Valley Cross or for someone from Padres, and we'll get back to you super fast. Awesome. Oh, the program's free. It's completely free. Um, we have a lot of resources, and it's, uh, it's a very successful program. We're about to have graduation this weekend. We'll have 16 graduates. So. Wow. Yeah, we're excited. Awesome. We're going to have a party. <laughs> well, Valley, thank you thank again. You. A nice facility you have here. We're at the, we're at the Lufkin Padres facility, and uh, very nice. Thank you. Very nice. So, again, if you're interested in Padres, uh, you can uh, get in touch with Valley Cross through ADAC. Again, that number is 936-634-5753. And if you have any questions or comments about what you've heard today, you can always email us at conversationsandconnections at fccet.com. And if you feel like you need the services of the Family Crisis Center, we do have a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week number. That number is one 800 828 7233. And be sure to give us that subscribe. You can subscribe via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or the podcast service of your choice. Just search for Conversations and Connections. And remember, be the voice, if not for you, for someone else. <laughs>